Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hi there, welcome to the Faith Love Sisters. Yesterday we talked about slander in James, and today we're going to talk in James about arrogance. So, um, We've talked in the past about how James just lays it all out, and he pulls no punches, and he, once again, is going to hit us in the gut. So, <laughs> <laughs> Terry, why don't you read for us today um, our passage about arrogance? Okie dokie, uh, 13 through 17. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. That was our memory verse. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, as we were talking earlier, it's not that we're not supposed to plan ahead on things. Of course we are. Um, and the Bible talks about that. You know, there's a verse that says, you know, who, before building a house, who doesn't take stock of what they need, what materials they're going to, where their property is. You know, yeah, we're supposed to plan this, this people these arrogant ones are making their schemes by their own will and they're leaving God out of it. So that's the problem. It's not that you shouldn't make a plan, have an IRA, planner, you know, retirement As a planner, I'm thankful for your words there, Terry. (laughs) Very thankful as a planner. As a girl whose happy place is a checklist. Mm. Jerry's yeah. <laughs> encouragement there is good. Well, I think the so big how, thing is let's pray before we make our plans. Okay, Father, this is what I'm thinking. I need you to help me. I want you to help me. I want to know what your will is. This is what I'd like to do, but I'm going to subordinate my will to your will. I think we're we're more apt to make our plans and then say, oh, Father, could you just bless that? You know, this is mm. what I've got planned, and I just want you to bless it for me. So we've got our priorities switched around. Or how about, so this is what I'm going to do. Let me know if I'm not supposed to. <laughs> you like it that way? This, this, is, what I'm, this is what I have planned, God. Um, if that's not what you want, put something in place so that I don't do that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now Rosemary's looking at me like, what? what? I had to step away for a minute to <clears throat> check on my granddaughter. While I was gone, something must have happened here. Are you saying? <laughs> Are you saying that we're not supposed to plan and then ask God? I know we were just laughing that, you know, oftentimes, instead of going to God first and saying, okay, Father, what do you want me to do here? Um, we make the plan and then we just ask God to bless it. I do that. 
I know this. I've just been sitting here going, oh no. <laughs> Suzanne that. likes it the other way. This is what I'm going to do, Father. And if you don't want me to do it, just stop it somehow. Stop me. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, what? we do I do a lot of things. times that we I've prayed about something and I don't get a clear answer. And sometimes I think it's just like, you know what? It's okay. Whatever you Whatever. do, that situation is fine. Yeah. Make your choice. Just choose your path. That's fine. And there are sometimes, and I just don't get an answer at all. And so I say, okay, this seems like the best thing. And um, I don't see that it would um, be offensive to God at all in any way. So I'm just, that's the way I'll go. And close doors if you don't want me to walk through them. So that's a good thing because of the fact that um, sometimes God's not going to give us a clear answer about things. Right. Sometimes like I believe that sometimes God is like, I gave you a brain. You are an intelligent person. I have gifted you with the spirit of discernment. I have gifted you with wisdom. I have gifted you with the eyes that can see and a brain that can think. So figure it out. Yeah, you said and so. it's okay. It's not going to offend me. Like, Terry, that was a great way. It's not going to offend God if I go either left or right here. Like, I don't have to come to a crossroad every single time and be like, God, do I go right or left, right or left, right or left? Like, sometimes it doesn't matter. Just go, you know? Yes. I have hot feelings about all of this. (laughs) I know. I'm like, Suzanne, you are all over this. (laughs) Well, but haven't, I mean, I'm sure all of us have known people who prayed before they wrote their grocery list or prayed before they you know, bought a dress. Well, I'm like Terry and Suzanne too. I think God gave me a brain. I know what I can afford. I know if I think, you know, that dress looks okay on me or not. I don't think that God minds if I pick out a dress. God doesn't care if I buy russet potatoes or golden potatoes. Or golden potatoes. I mean, anyway, I think that's right. I think we can get off the rails. Right. But you can get, you can, you can get so caught up. And then if you really start thinking about all of the information that is available to us now, you know, um, there are things that you can buy that are horrible for the environment. There are things that you can buy that are horrible for um, the trades. I mean, just all of these things. So if you're, and I'm not discounting that because we should be wise in what we choose and we should be good stewards of the earth and we should be good stewards of our time and our finances and all of those things. But I, I'm saying there has to be a healthy balance between like, God, show me what you want me to do in this very minute, insignificant situation versus like these big, use your brain, go and do what I have for you, you know? So, okay. I'm kind of like that other kind of person. I could, I could see me going like, okay, God, which dress do you like? You know? <laughs> Honestly, just because it's like relationship with him. And like, if he picks the yeah. blue and it's like, no, not the blue, you know, or something like I can just see me doing things like that because I have conversations with God all day. It's like, why would you pick that one? Almost like if, you know, I was with my husband talking with him, like, which shoes do you like better? He goes, shoes. I, really? I don't care, honey. <laughs> so that's, the, there's a difference though, because that's like a conversational, like, okay, God, like, what do you have for me today? You know, yeah. because I, 
I mean, I will admit, like, God, I need a really good parking spot because I have no patience today and I need to get in there and get out of there and my house is going to burn down or, you know, whatever it is. Like, I need to get in and get out. So, God, I could really use some help here. And he's like, yeah, I got you, girl. Look, there's a parking spot right there, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm not against, like, saying, God, what do you have for me? These little things and asking for those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having that conversation, like Rosemary, like, God, which, which dress, you know, which one's good, but are you sitting in the dressing room right. waiting for a divine revelation between the red dress and the blue dress? No, well, Ernie is sitting there going, just No, I'm actually in there going, I don't even like dresses. I think I want pants. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) so it's, I I think I have a loose plan. I certainly have a to-do list when I do things. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly in my job, I plan out sessions and I do things like that. They never seem to go the way I'm thinking they're going to go. It's almost like make our plans and then put them before God. And let God have his will as we move in, in those plans. And I don't know, that's kind of the way I do it. I don't, um, I don't know how tight my planning is. Well, when when you guys are, are really good planners. When you're walking with the Lord closely like that, you know, you don't have to stop and think about every single thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like all those point. of a minutia. Whoa, yeah. why yeah. bother? We don't need to do that. A relationship is a relationship, and we are in a relationship with God. He's not just our puppet master um, or our movie director. Um, We're in a relationship. So, yeah, I think Terry's right. He's walking with us. And and if you think of it that way, he's he's right here with us all the time. Then it's not like you have to formally go to him for every little thing. Because you're you're in communion with him. I agree. So it's a back to that heart thing. If your heart is that you want him, he's everything to you. He's in everything you do and every mm-hmm. decision you make. If that's your heart, then I think that's going to roll out of your life. It's going to roll out mm-hmm. of your actions. Absolutely. Which is why Rosemary is having the conversation about which yeah. just got, oh yeah, this one's awesome. Yeah. I want pants. Okay. Does my butt look big in this one? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh no, I'm right. good. <laughs> yes. Well, you created it, God. Come on, man. (laughs) Yeah, so that's like, that's the difference. It's just that heart. It's just the heart, you know, and we do, like like Angie said, whoever, which one you are. One of us, yeah. Um, Yeah. It sounded like a mom Um, thing. Yes. It's it's only... It's only 10, 15 in the morning and it's been a day already. But um, (laughs) anyway, so like Angie said, there are people who are like, you know, praying over the grocery list before they go and, you know, whatever. And it's like, there's a difference between, yeah, there's a difference between that relationship of, I have to have every single thing planned out for me versus I can trust that, God is in me and will walk with me through those plans. That was very well said, Suzanne. Yeah. (laughs) I I was wondering, I'm like, how can you make plans without God? It didn't even, I can't even figure that out. Honestly, I know I did it for years before I became a Christian. I think I still have the capacity to do that as a Christian. And my thinking on that is just that I, um, I make plans and plans and plans and God's, 
to the point where I'm only thinking of the plants and I'm not thinking about God. And my eyes can't be open to the person that, you know, is in the, you know, store or something going, I don't know which dress or what, you know what I mean? My, my, my eyes aren't open to his people and who he is because I'm so focused on my plans. I think that's how we can make plans without God. Or we can think that that we can control stuff. You know, it's been so interesting with all of the pandemic stuff that's going on, you know, and, and I certainly believe I wear my mask. I don't go out in crowds. I'm very conscientious and very careful um, because I think I should be a good steward, right, of my own body and health and of everybody else's that I encounter. But I also know in my heart that I can't control whether I get that virus or not. I I can't. Mm -hmm. I I don't have that ability. Um, And so I'm trusting God now. I'm doing what I believe is the right thing to do. And then I'm trusting that he's got me in his hand because his word says he does. But I wouldn't just go out there, you know, in a crowd of a thousand people with no mask on and say, well, I'm just going to trust God to Mm -hmm. take care of me here. Um, So I think there's, you know, there is that balance of we know we have God in us and he gives us wisdom, right? Jesus is made unto us wisdom. And so we can use that wisdom that he has given us to live our lives. Um, And if we are in that kind of relationship with him where he's a part of everything that we do, he's in our heart, then I think that we are inclined toward him to hear from him um, as we're making plans and as we're doing our day-to-day living. That was a good point, Angie, when you're talking about the COVID. I'm remembering back when this all started. I remember thinking, it's just going to be two weeks. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be. And I think when my plans get absolutely tossed up in the air, I'm just clinging to God going, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what you want. And I, this was not in my plan. No? Yeah. Well, we had all those yeah. verses about um, the fact that we really are just a breath, a passing breeze. You know, there's a, there's a balance to understand. Um, we're an evening shadow. We're like the grass. We wither away. We, this is a temporal, temporary place that we are in life that we're living right now. Um, mm-hmm. God is eternal. And that's how do you, how do you even compare those two? So mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's just a good reminder to know that we're not in control do we have some control in this life? Yeah, we do. God's given us some, but, but we are not the controller. Right. Um, and, and really, I'm kind of grateful for that. Oh, me too. Because I would not want that mm-hmm. responsibility. Mm-hmm. But, but we have a choice. When we're just that breath, we can be, we can be a garlic breath or the <laughs> mint, minty fresh. <laughs> minty I don't fresh. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, chocolate breath. Too. Just, Go ahead. It's <laughs> not to put ourselves down as humans or to um, be self-deprecating. No, it's, it's not that um, because we are made in His image, and his He image. did make us for His pleasure. Yeah. So we have value. It's not that we don't have value, but don't don't be planning things, uh, you know, aside from God, and uh, just leave Him out of it and say, oh, I did this, I did that, I, 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 and be like a, this, these people are acting like self-made 
men and I'll go and make more money and build bigger silos and and I I can do it. I pulled myself up from my bootstraps, you know. It's good to plan and to do things and it's not a, it's nothing wrong with being wealthy if you're in the right state of mind and if it's all unto God. Mm-hmm. I I think one of the confusing things for me is I know as a mom, I'd make a whole bunch of plans and they would blow up in the air like my furnace would go bad in the morning. I mean, it just was like one thing after another after another. And it felt like, okay, go ahead, plan. I'll just laugh at them. That's fine. Just do your thing, Rosemary. Because I remember as a mom, I know I had plans to brush my teeth. Newborns there, it just didn't happen. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to be thinking about this quite a bit, about the planning. Because I am a planner. I do... I definitely have plans and schedules and things like that, but I just know how many years in my life everything blew up because of kids and things like that going on. I'm sure we all have friends who, who get really upset when their plans get thwarted. Mm. Um, and so that's a tough way to live, thinking that you have to have everything planned. And if your plans don't work out, then you're, everything just blows up for you and you're, you live in a state of um, upset all the time. I think if we've, when we're in a relationship with Jesus and we know that he is the author and the finisher of our faith, and it's a little, it's a lot less stressful. So when my plans don't work out, it's easier for me to say, okay, you've got this. um, And I'm going to trust that you do. Mm -hmm. Instead of getting all upset and thinking, oh, I can't believe it. My day's ruined. You know, I'm not going to get to do what I plan to do. I don't, I don't stress like that when my plans don't work out because my trust is someplace else. It's not in my plans. That's great. That's I think awesome. I like that, Angie. It's like, yeah, go ahead and make those. But if there's something that's getting in the way, well, maybe make those and then use them as an offering to God or talk with God about it or certainly have it be about God. But when it doesn't, it's like, oh, there must be another plan here. I'm not sure I'm catching it. So God, you show me what your plan is or how did I miss this? So that might be more of a balance. Mm-hmm. Certainly asking him what you want to do. What do you yeah. want me to do today, God? You know? Yeah, that's, that is, that's tough. And that is, I will tell you very honestly, a lesson that I had to learn in very, very big ways more than once. Twice that I can think of in very, very big ways. Like huge life-altering ways that we had to learn that um and being on the other side of it you'd think I would just had to had to have learned it once but anyway being on the other side of it um I can look back now and see just how tightly I was holding on to all of those plans um and that God had much greater intentions for me than what we can see um would have happened had all of the plans worked out in my exact way. So I was a girl who had a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, a 15-year plan. And I am talking like a plan. <laughs> and God was like, I don't think so. Like, uh-uh, no, absolutely not. Um, and so now, you know, in the professional world, 
it's a big thing like what's your five-year plan or your financial planning world what's your five-year plan and people ask me that and my answer is i will be married to my husband i will be the mother to my two children and i will love jesus that's my plan that's an awesome plan. the end perfect the end mm-hmm. and i had to learn that the really hard way but it's good like once you're on the other side of that like looking back it's like Whoa, look how you worked all that out, God. Look at all those plans that did not follow my idea, but that you worked out for so much good. Like it makes me tear up just thinking about how good his plans are compared to what mine would have been. So anyway, if, if you are a planner and if your plans have not gone according to your will, just know that God is bigger and that he is better than you are and that he has got that for you and you may not see it right away it may take a long time it may take weeks or months or years for you to see that plan but it is a good good plan Mm, that's awesome thanks Suzanne Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway um Angie do you want to finish this out before I like full-on before you start crying That's all right. We hardly ever see you cry, Suzanne. So I'm not. Yeah. That's a blessing. I'm not a, I'm not a huge crier. <laughs> anyway. So anyway. All right. Father, we are so very thankful that you have the best plans for us. And Lord, we pray that as we go about our lives, that, that we'll just have them so folded in you, that we're in touch with you about everything that we're doing. Um, and that we can have faith and confidence that you are directing our steps. Your word promises that, Father. I loved listening to Suzanne talk about all of her plans. I think that, you know, the plan she gives is I'm going to be walking with Jesus. I'm going to be married to my husband and I'm going to be a mother to my children. I think if we could just sort of condense everything that we've said today, um, that's the perfect condensation. Um, that other things are really, those are the things you've given her, your relationship with her, her relationship with her husband, her relationship with her children. And she's tending to those things and believing that you're going to hold those things together. And then if she can have faith for that, she can have faith for everything else. And Father, your word tells us that you have good plans for us. You have the best plans for us. And so I love that she said she knows now she can look back. She's got a history with you that um, you have given her the best, your very best. And so, Father, I pray that for everyone that's listening today and for Rosemary and Terry and I too, that that will be our heart as well, that we will take what you have given us, those plans that you have set in place for us, a relationship with you, with our husbands, with our children, with our grandchildren, um, that you are leading us and guiding us there. And as you're leading us and guiding us there, so you are also leading us and guiding us in every area, other, every other area of our lives. Because Father, we are looking to you and we are trusting that your plans are the best plans. Mm -hmm. So Father, thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, um, for the loving kindness that you show us and the tender care that you give us um, so that you do guide us and keep us and direct us. And we just thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.